Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Kyrie Irving getting on the court at home. LeBron and the Lakers in no man's land. Plus, do the Bucks still have an eye on the Sixers and Nets? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Kyrie Irving could soon be back on the floor at home for the Brooklyn Nets. Shamsarani reporting that New York is planning to phase out its vaccine mandate setting the stage for Kyrie to make his full-time return to the Brooklyn Nets. Joining me now from Locked On Nets, Adam Armbrecht. And Adam, it uh, goes without saying, this is a benefit to the Nets on the floor. We already assumed this would be a pretty good team. How does this change the way that you view the Nets in the East hierarchy for the postseason and beyond? Yeah, this is obviously great news for Brooklyn. I, I think in the short term, as we've talked about on the podcast, by and large, I still saw this team making the playoffs. Now, whether or not that was through the playing games and everything else and getting Kevin Durant healthy and Simmons on the floor and Dragic integrated, all that good stuff, they were going to get there. Now the difference becomes we look like a team, they look like a team that can take on and beat anyone in a seven-game series. And that was maybe the only wrinkle about not having Kyrie available for the home games when it came to the playoff push. Theoretically, you could lose a couple of games you otherwise wouldn't and suddenly find yourself down in a series. And as we know, when game sevens come up, it's one bounce of the ball. If you're Kawhi Leonard a couple of years ago for Toronto, that sends you on or sends you home. So I I think this will, by the time we get to that point, reshape the Brooklyn Nets outlook in the same way that we maybe set it coming into the season and going into the playoffs last year. Uh, Kyrie Irving not a not a problematic fit with someone like Ben Simmons who we have not yet seen play for the Nets but what what kind of impact do you think the potential of having more reps with those guys together with Kevin Durant and the rest of the role players for the Nets has on their postseason chances what value does that have for them yeah we talked about how even though this group as a whole is going to have minimal minimum games together uh, patty mills has experience with ben simmons from the australian national team we know that patty mills also played with marcus aldrich in their time in san antonio you have seth curry brought in he knows ben simmons and also drummond so you have these weird little clicks underneath the umbrella that is the brooklyn nets but Reps do matter. You know, talent does trump a lack of continuity to some extent, but we saw when when the big three first got together in Brooklyn last year, little things, you know, cutting towards the basket when you're supposed to be pulling out towards the perimeter, maybe an extra three or four turnovers a game just based on not that little extra bit of familiarity that you want to have. And you could see that show up for the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie being able to get some games, extra games in here, especially at home with these other players on the roster, hopefully takes away those little hiccups along the road here. So, you know, 10 to 12 games is the minimum you want to have, as many as possible, if it can happen. The funny thing is that all of these players, Kyrie with the mandate, Simmons getting ramped up, KD coming back from the injury, it's all underneath this premise of it could be happening right now or it could take a week or two, right? So it, it's practicing patience and just understanding, as Sean Mark said in his uh, press conference kind of town hall meeting with the season ticket holders, when they made this trade, it made Philadelphia better right now. 
and he believes they made Brooklyn better now and for the future. So I think there was this very specific road that the Brooklyn Nets chose to walk when they did that. Doesn't mean the championship is off the table, but they understood what an interesting road they're going to navigate here towards this season's playoffs. Thanks for making Lockdown Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, LeBron and the Lakers. Are they in no man's land in the West? Next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Major League Baseball will begin canceling regular season games if the league and the MLB Players Association can't come to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement by Monday, a league spokesperson said on Wednesday. The games would not be made up and players would not be paid full season salaries, the spokesperson said. The union is likely to pull expanded playoffs off the table if players are paid a full season's salary, according to a source familiar with the union's thinking. When Aaron Rodgers returned to the Green Bay Packers last July from his offseason hiatus, both sides made it easier to separate this offseason based on adjustments to his contract. General Manager Brian Gutekinds on Wednesday, however, said he never promised Rodgers he would trade him after the 2021 season. It's also telling. Brian Gutekinds said the hiring of new quarterbacks coach Tom Clements was made with communication and input from Aaron Rodgers, potentially signaling that Rodgers plans to be back in 2022. The New York Knicks and guard Kemba Walker have agreed that the four-time All-Star will be sidelined for the remainder of the team's schedule, allowing him to work out in preparation for the 2022-2023 season. Walker will be on an expiring contract this summer, and that will offer an opportunity for the Knicks and Kemba Walker's agent to work on trade scenarios in the offseason. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. The NBA returns to action tonight. The Chicago Bulls won five in a row before the All Star break. They host the Atlanta Hawks. The Bet Online line for this game is Bulls minus four. The Phoenix Suns were on a seven game win streak heading into the All Star break. They travel to Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. The Bet Online for this game has Phoenix giving nine. Steph Curry, he put on a show at the All Star game. Will he put on one for the Warriors? They play at Portland tonight. The bet online line for this game is Golden State giving nine. Here is another story you need to know. Our Locked On NBA hosts have gathered during the All-Star break to speak with hosts who find themselves in similar situations. For the conversation, Locked On Lakers host Andy Kamenetsky and Locked On Clippers host Charles Mockler join Locked On Mavericks host Nick Angstad to discuss being in no man's land in the West. What should we expect out of this Clippers team with all the injuries? Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. It feels like every other week there's this rumor. You know, Chris Haynes will be like, Kawhi Leonard is like ramping up. And you're like, I don't know. Explosive what box jumps have been the, <laughs> the hot term used for Kawhi lately, which has been infuriating. Um, no, what I mean. So so PG gets an MRI on the 24th, um, which and if everything's clear there, there's going to be a ramp up period and he might play in, in early March, which would be great. Kawhi. Absolutely nobody knows. Um, there, there has been some stuff we've heard where maybe there's some good news coming. Um, but, you know, other than I think the overall goal basically is to just keep the intensity up. They've, you know, they had the comeback against the Wizards. They've had multiple comebacks this year. Keep the intensity up and just try and ruin someone's day in the playoffs. Like we, <laughs> we I mean, really, like we know what this core is. We know that they're a very good team of supporting cast. That's great. Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris are not supposed to be your first and second or even third or fourth options. Um, and they've had to have higher usage this year. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of had a weird divorce with Serge. We saw the rise of Isaiah Hartenstein as the second center. 
So it's really just getting these reps in for these guys and figuring out how much money you want to finally pay Amir Coffee to be an actual member of the Clippers instead of a two-way guy, which is weird because he's been on this team as longer, like, longer than anyone else other than like Zoo, and he's been a two-way guy the whole time. So it's about making noise and just, you know, not losing the intensity. Andy, the Lakers may face the Clippers in the play-in. What are your thoughts on that potential matchup of just a weird, like, no-star team versus an all-star, like, <laughs> former star team? I mean, first of all, just we have been promised since I first <laughs> began covering the Lakers, which Street was the 2005. Well, oh, God. Oh, way, way longer than that. I'm talking about during, like, you know, Lakers versus Lob City. I'm talking before the – Kobe Smush Kwame team was supposed to be facing like Elton, Elton Brand and Sam Cassell. Yep. This was the 2006 playoffs. The Lakers had a 3-1 lead over the Suns, which was in and of itself inexplicable because that Suns team was way better than those <laughs> Lakers teams. Basically just Kobe was doing everything. And the Clippers had beaten the Nuggets in the first round. So like everything seemed set up for finally we're getting this hallway series. Didn't happen, and ever since then, it's just been this massive tease. So it really would feel like the basketball gods were just giving double middle fingers if this (laughs) finally happened, but it's in the play-in. Like, just so anticlimactic. (laughs) I mean, as far as who'd win right now, I mean, the Lakers, theoretically, as is with both of these teams, have, you know, they have the best player with LeBron. There's no question but the team that is operating and functioning the best is the Clippers. <laughs> and that's not even close. Turns out it's a team game. <laughs> I mean, look, I, you're asking me these questions about the play in Nick. I don't even know if we're going to get to April without LeBron murdering Rob. Palenka, so <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to look too far ahead. Is there any idea that LeBron shuts it down for the season? Do you think that's a possibility? I, I don't think we're there yet. But I think, you know, like all things with this season right now and everything having been so chaotic and going so against the plans, depending on what happens with Anthony Davis, who is, you know, he was given a four-week timeline for reevaluation. That was on the 17th of February. Um, let's, you know, his track record is not that of quick recoveries, but let's just be ambitious and say he's back on the court in five weeks. That would be, I believe, the 24th of March. You know, what does the team look like by then? You know, how far either, how far have they advanced? How far have they fallen behind? Have they managed to maintain status quo? Because I think all of that could affect, you know, what they decide to do with LeBron or what LeBron decides to do with himself. So, I mean, it is very, very difficult to predict where any of this is going to go. I don't think there are immediate plans to shut LeBron down or anything like that, but I don't think it is impossible that we could end up there depending on how these next few weeks uh, shake out. For more about the teams living in no man's land in the West, subscribe to the Locked On NBA YouTube page. Coming up, do the Bucks still have an eye on the Sixers and Nets? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat better this year, especially when it comes to snacking. And Built Bar is the A number one reason why. They have something for everyone. They've got Built Bites. Love that. Pre-workout. Grab it. Just give me enough energy to get through that workout and then fuel my body up with a meal or a protein shake, whatever it is. They've got Built Puffs. That is 
marshmallow infused with protein. Unbelievable. You've never had a protein bar like this. And then the classic bars. I'm a huge fan of the coconut brownie, but there's so many flavors for you to choose from. They all taste incredible. Covered in 100% chocolate, yet they're low carb, low sugar, uh, high in protein and high in fiber. They're the fuel that your body wants and your body needs while also giving your taste buds what they want and what they need. It is a rare, rare combination, especially for those of us who are trying to eat healthy. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off when you go to Built.com and place your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. Our Locked On NBA hosts have gathered during the All-Star break, as I said, to speak with hosts who find themselves in similar situations. For this conversation, Locked On Bucks host Kane Pittman joined Locked On Heat host Wes Goldberg to discuss how much attention the Sixers and Nets still deserve. Going into the season, the path out of the East always went through Milwaukee, right? Obviously, the defending champs. Based on where the Sixers and the Nets were to begin the season and all the changes that happened at the deadline, where they are now, and where the Bucks are now, how do you view that competition just between what the, where the Bucks are at and, and what, what has happened in Philadelphia and in Brooklyn? Well, it was my thought that all the other contending teams in the East, if you're a fan of those teams, you should have been hoping that no trade happened because I thought mm. that if nothing went down, then there was uh, the Sixers were... Uh, the Sixers' chances were lower than if they were able to trade for another star and get more help for Joel Embiid. And on the Nets' side, I think there was more chance of something just completely blowing up. I mean, we know that it's not trending in a good direction. So I kind of I kind of disagree with Matt a little bit, particularly with the James Harden stuff, because, I, yeah, if you look at the track record and say, okay, well, he hasn't won a title, that's fine. But I, I actually think that his track record in the early days with new partnerships is always pretty good. So what do I think about the Philadelphia 76ers long-term? I'm not 100% sure, but he had early success with Chris Paul. He, I mean, the Nets were really damn good last year. And if he didn't uh, hurt his hamstring, then they might've won the whole title. And so I, I do think that generally he's happy to start. So he's going to be happy. So he's going to be motivated again. Now, is he going to, start crying again in the offseason and decide that he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia and he doesn't want to play with Joel Embiid? Probably. That's, I mean, that's the track record. But certainly to start, I think the Sixers are far better. I think that now they're actually a team that could win the title. I didn't think they were a team that could win the title beforehand. So I think for the other teams in the East, that just got more difficult. You know, for the Heat, they are the most balanced team in the Eastern Conference. We mentioned the Bucks, the defensive issues they have there, the stuff that we were talking about with Philly and Brooklyn. Um, Kane, what do you think? Are, are we discounting Miami? What, what has to go right for them? Uh, I don't think anyone's discounting them. I think it's about right. I mean, they're going to be an excellent defensive team. Everyone knows that. So in the playoffs, they are going to be a chance to win these scrappy games, 93 to 87. And I think that's their path to the championship because offensively, I don't see that they've got a guy in the fourth quarter that's, that other teams are going to be terrified about, to Matt's point. Because Jimmy Butler probably has to be the guy. And you mentioned his run in the bubble. It's kind of similar to Anthony Davis. You look at Anthony Davis, those numbers in the bubble, and you say, what? Who was that guy that was playing for the Lakers in the bubble during that championship run? But then we saw Jimmy Butler last year, who was absolutely awful in the in the first round against the Bucs, and it was only four games. So it's obviously a super small sample size. But I think he's got a lot to prove. But I think you're right in terms of the Heat having a, a high floor 
I, I think it was very predictable that this team was going to be really, really good in the regular season because they simply try harder than most most teams. Uh, when you guys beat the Bucks earlier in the season, I said, well, the, the heat culture, it's the Miami tryhards. And I don't mean that in, in a way that should be offensive. But when you go up against all these guys, they don't know how to play any other way on a night-to-night basis in the regular season. You're going to pile up wins. So they're a really good team. They're going to be hard to play against. I probably don't have them in the top couple of contenders uh, for as far as a championship goes, though. Yeah, I think the playing hard thing become, is a huge advantage in the regular season. It becomes less of an advantage in the postseason, right? Mm-hmm. Because ostensibly, yeah. you would imagine all those teams are, are playing hard. For more on the top of the Eastern Conference, check out Locked on NBA on YouTube. And finally, Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback and longtime Fox Sports NFL analyst Troy Aikman is close to joining ESPN on a deal that would see him serve as the lead analyst for Monday Night Football, according to multiple reports. The number one overall pick in the 1989 NFL Draft joined Fox in 2001 following a 12-year playing career that saw him win three Super Bowls and the Super Bowl 27 MVP with the Dallas Cowboys. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen. For your second listen, download Locked On Bets, all the gambling advice you need in about 20 minutes. Coming up on Friday, will a deadline spur action in the MLB negotiations? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.